Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Philip Adams, one of the pastors from our Northside region, and throughout this season here at Park, we wanted to create something consistent that would add at least some sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we've altered our use of this podcast, and every day we're going to be posting a short devotional. We hope you'll join us. We hope you'll enjoy joining us. This is Daily Cut, and I'm Philip Adams. Today we are continuing our walk through Holy Week on this Monday, Thursday, as we look at the final days leading up to the death of Christ from the very perspectives of the people that were there. And if you're wondering where does this word Monday come from for Monday, Thursday, it is actually an Anglo-French word derived from a Latin word, which means commandment which is referring to when Jesus is up in the upper room during the Last Supper, which is the scene that our devotional is from today. And he says to the disciples, he commands the disciples, a new commandment I give to you. He says that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. So today we will be looking at a particular part of the Last Supper before Christ's death and particularly looking at one of Jesus's closest disciples and companions, Peter. He went on to be one of the key leaders and teachers within the early church. So first I'm going to read the passage that this devotional is anchored in, then I will read the devotional itself. So firstly, let me read from John chapter 13, verses 3 to 9. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper, he laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel that was draped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And now let me read the devotional entitled, Following a Foot Washer. An artist can't hide entirely behind their art. Even an artist with the purest of intentions who seeks no recognition for themselves is going to inevitably get noticed. Somebody is going to ask, who made this? Who thought of this? Likewise, through our stewardship of the gifts and the abilities God has given each of us, we all will inevitably receive varying degrees of status and consequent power throughout our lives. In John chapter 13, verse 3, we read that Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power. This means Jesus knew what he was capable of. He knew he was the ultimate artist with the ultimate status and ultimate power. Jesus knew what he could accomplish with a word or a thought. He could do far more than run a business or have a successful career. He could stir up storms and calm seas. He could walk on water and turn the same water into the best wine. He could bring life and cause death. All things were under his power. And yet, in the very next verse, in John chapter 13, verse 4, we read that out of all the things that Jesus could do, he did what nobody saw coming. As Jesus and his disciples are relaxing together over supper, Jesus pushes himself up from the mat. He takes off his outer garments and wraps a towel around his waist to take on the outfit of a slave. He pours water into a basin not to stir up a storm nor turn the water into wine but to wash the grime off the disciples' feet. 
when Jesus gets to Peter, there is no way that Peter is going to remain silent and allow Jesus to be found before him in such an undignified manner. He asks, recoiling at the thought, Lord, are you planning to wash my feet? To which Jesus responds, what I am doing, you do not now understand, but afterward you will understand which is an answer that Peter has little time for. He doesn't care about gaining understanding in the future. He only cares about what makes no sense in the present. And so Peter declares, you will never wash my feet. What Jesus is doing with his water, towel and basin is planting seeds in the minds of his disciples. He's painting pictures for them to piece together in the days to come. Because even though Jesus kneeling to wash away the grime on the disciples' feet was an indignity Peter found unfathomable, it was only a fraction of the indignity to come when Jesus would kneel again to be kneeled to wash away our sins. And so Jesus responds in the moment once again, unless I wash you, you will have no part with me. Which gives Peter some understanding of the gravity of the moment, that in some way the washing was a necessary requirement of them having a future together. Peter replies with exuberance, giving Jesus permission to wash. In that case, Jesus, don't just wash my feet, but my hands and my head as well. When Jesus went to the cross, he did not first seek our permission. And yet, for the cleansing of our sins to be effective, he does require of us that we accept that our Saviour is a servant who cleanses us not through storms being stopped and power being unleashed, but through the blood of his humiliation. Why Peter struggled so much with seeing Jesus in such an undignified manner was not only because he loved Jesus, but because he deeply understood that to be Jesus' disciple meant seeking to be like Jesus meaning that Peter had to come to terms with the fact that the man he was seeking to become was a fit washer and soon to be crucified criminal. We today sometimes need to be reminded that Jesus isn't only our saviour, but we are his disciples. And so like Peter, for us to have a future with Christ, we need not only to be cleansed by Jesus, we need to follow Jesus. Through the gifts and the abilities God has given us, we all will inevitably receive varying degrees of status and consequent power. But every Easter, as we remind ourselves of the humility of Christ, the one with the ultimate status and the ultimate power, we remember that no status and no power leaves any of us exempt from washing feet. Because to be a follower of Christ always means to be a follower of Christ. Jesus goes on to say, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. And so take a moment to meditate on the humility of Christ. That the one who was by very nature God made himself nothing and took on the very nature of a servant. And let's ask ourselves, who needs to see us? serving them in a way that can only be explained by pointing to the Saviour whom we are following. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. We'll be back tomorrow with another short devotional, so stay tuned.